Family from the Heart podcast episode number 105. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We got a full show today. We're going to be talking about Jamie Oliver's food revolution. We got a phone call about how to encourage your spouse, at least a question of how to do that. And Ron wants to know how to how to entertain a two year old. <laughs> so <laughs> I laughed at that when you played that. It's a voicemail, right? Yeah, it's a yeah, voicemail. You played the voicemail last week, and I laughed. Yes, you did. And which I'll explain why. All right. So Stephanie, we want to start things off with the main topic of the day, and that is the total awesomeness. That is one of my new favorite TV shows. Right. Tell folks what it is. Well, our our new favorite show is um, Jamie Oliver's Food Revolution. It was it, it caught our attention when we were seeing previews for it. We want to check that out. We want to ke- check that out. Um, didn't catch the first episode when it aired on TV, so therefore it put us back catching up because we had to do it online, and then, and then you know we just just whining about it, right? And trying to fit in the time. So was it on Sunday? I think it was Sunday night. The kids didn't have school Monday. Uh, we watched three hours back to back, right? Three, yes. Three hours back to back of the food revolution. Absolutely loved it. It was, it's really good. What is so good about Jamie Oliver's food revolution? Do you think? Um, watching people change. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that, okay. In reference to the latest episode uh-huh. that we watched two days ago, right? Yeah. The one with the, um, what's his name? Rod. Rod. Rod, the radio yes. show host. Rod, the, the radio guy. <laughs> Which I, I have a problem with the, the, the show, the dog. But anyway, um, because that's what Randy says on American Idol all the time. My dryer just buzzed. Uh-huh. Anyway, trying to put my thoughts together. <laughs> My kids have been on spring break all week. I feel like I need to give that kind of, you know. Disclaimer. <laughs> disclaimer. Um, working really good for me on Tuesday when we did the law show. Yeah. <laughs> this is two days later. It's not working so well now. All right. Well, hey, let but me. No, go ahead. The, the thing is, is that on this past episode that they that they just showed, um, we really saw a change in one man and how one man changing his heart can influence an entire community yes. of people. And I think that that is my favorite part. It has, while I love to listen to Jamie speak and um, I've tried a couple of the recipes off the website and mm, mm, they're, mm, mm, mm. they're really good. Um, I think that to see the, the change in people, people want change. You know, I fell in love with this one little boy. Um, well, he's not little, he, the, the 12 year old boy from the family yes. that buried their deep fryer. Um, I fell in love with him, right. you know, just the people want change and he's there to offer it to them. Absolutely. That's one of the things that I found that has been, um, you know, very well received with gspn.tv and the pursuing a balanced life challenge and, and all the other things that are going on that we're doing is, is that people are, they're looking for inspiration. Absolutely. They're looking for things they can do to make their lives better. People, people, we recognize and, and Stephanie, you and I, we recognize we're not doing everything we need to be doing. Absolutely. And sometimes it takes a nice little reminder of what it's like, oh, I do need to do that. And to see somebody else do it 
motivates us. Right. It, it motivates us. And being a part of a being a part of a movement motivates us. And and that's what I love about this show. And, and I'm going to say this. I actually like Jamie Oliver's Food Revolution a lot more than I like the Biggest Loser pod or the right. Biggest Loser show. Uh, absolutely. A we, lot more. A lot more. Um, the, the, oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. The serious distraction here. What? Okay, we have uh, multiple yeah, I said that intrusions can, into the okay. gspn.tv world headquarters. She can have some if you'll get some for her. Yes, yes, go. Shut the door. See you, bye. Love you. You're such a good kid. It was nice to see you. <laughs> now go away. Now go away. <laughs> no. <laughs> and of course, that is a VeggieTales reference. Well, I reference. do understand her coming in. Um, McKenna came in and asked if she could have cereal because Megan is now awake and Megan is getting cereal. Oh. Okay. And I told McKenna, yes, she could if Megan would get it for her. Okay. So McKenna went and told her that. But McKenna often tells people things that are <laughs> untruths. So Megan came to verify that, yes, McKenna is allowed to have cereal. Gotcha. Anyway. Right. So anyway, um, yeah, like it more than Biggest Loser. Right. Now, let me, for those of you who have not seen Jamie Oliver's food, res <clears throat> excuse food me. revolution, food revolution. Let me explain to you the whole premise. It's, it's one man. Mm -hmm. I, 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 you know, we've talked two weeks ago about this is it. This is, this is it for Jamie Oliver. I love his one, passion. one man with a passion, absolutely with a vision, with a purpose, with goals in mind that first and foremost, that's what draws me to the show. Right. It is a man with passion, with vision and goals and aspirations. And I'm not talking like goals like, oh, I think I, I'm going to try to. It's like, no, these are big, massive goals. Right. This is a guy who wants to change the lives of 50,000 people in Huntington, West Virginia. I mean, he wants. he. That's exactly what he wants to do. So, so, no, 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 no. That's where he wants to start. That's where he wants to start. That's exactly it. That's where he wants to start. <laughs> that is his small term goal. <laughs> that is that is phase one. Right. Phase one, change Huntington, West Virginia. Phase two, change the world. That's right. Absolutely. Yes. You know, I think that it really um, in one of the earlier episodes, it really got me when he talked about how the kids in South Africa are eating better than our schools are feeding our children. Yeah, the schools and the schools. in South Africa yeah, the are schools. eating right. better food than the than, than our our schools. Right. The school here in Northern Kentucky where our children go to school. Oh, Megan said she's never eating school food again. <laughs> I don't blame her. After watching the show, she said she's never eating school food again. Yeah. Which, you know dials up the pressure on mom to be preparing healthy and it does it does but it does. what a healthy pressure to have you know the the fact that our kids desire the the the, the fact that our <laughs> right. kids desire fresh food no absolutely and and fresh ingredients i mean this is this is huge but i mean it's cracking me up now because now um i made dinner the other night um and actually i made a recipe from from the the website it was a classic tomato spaghetti super simple uh seriously good all okay? right so we sit down and we're eating dinner or no i'm cooking it and i'm putting everything together and megan's like but isn't that all processed food you're using mom because it was a can of tomatoes and a box spaghetti and i'm like well um i can't really answer that question for you well, here's the deal, uh, you know, but they weren't it, all used. Other, no, I used other no. Well, vegetables. first of all, you could make your own pasta 
I but could. the pasta that you that you purchased was made. It was whole ingredients. It was okay, whole ingredients. So there wasn't those something oxide and benzene right. and right. and the other all the it, d- how many ingredients are in this thing? And do you know what those ingredients are? Right. That's number one. Uh, and so so you know the the canned tomatoes. I don't know. They, they may have had preservatives in them. That's something you need to look at. Right. And in that case. What, what we're learning is that it would probably be better to have fresh versus something with a bunt right. with something right. in there that says for preservative. Right. You know, it, it, there are we I would like to eat more whole. Uh, you fresh know, another thing that, stuff I, like that I love that he touched on in the show was using frozen vegetables. Yes. Because a lot of times they have more nutrients than the fresh vegetables you'll buy in the market. I, I heard him say that and I had not heard that before. I knew that. But he said, he said, listen, you, what you what you got to realize is fr- frozen vegetables. What they do is they clean, they pick, they clean and immediately freeze, which is locking in all those vitamins and all those nutrients. Right. Whereas when you think, well, you know, I'm going to go get fresh from the produce. That stuff's been sit. That's that's been picked and off the vine for sometimes weeks. And and they picked it before it was ripe and right. all this other stuff. It's like. It's actually it's actually better for you to have frozen. I'd never heard that before. Really? Because I had. And um, that's why if we we don't eat canned vegetables, mm-hmm. um, if we aren't eating fresh vegetables, they are frozen. Well, with the exception of canned tomatoes. With the exception of the canned tomatoes. Although I bet I could look in the frozen section and find frozen tomatoes. All right. So, Stephanie, uh, I, I can tell you right now, I'm just going to anticipate the emails. You mentioned this dinner that you cooked, this right. recipe. Right. You just gave it a name. I can't remember. I did. It was, it's, um, I'm pretty sure it's called Classic Tomato Spaghetti. It was found at, um, I'm, hold on, I'm looking now. I think it's jamieoliver.org or um, com. Okay. I'm um, uh, it, so spaghetti. Now, here's the thing. Uh, what I'm going to ask Stephanie is, is if you'll do is explain yes, to people what kind of stuff is in this. Okay. It's um, because this, by the, by the way, folks, this is hands down the single best spaghetti I've ever had in my life. Okay. So um, it is at, it is jamieoliver.com. Um, there's a, a tab at the top that says recipes. I'm going down. I'm looking, I'm looking. I can't see through my bar here. Anyway, um, it was very simple. It was um, garlic, two cloves, I think. Um, mm. Basil. Another thing I had never used before were the stems of my fresh basil. Yeah. This actually says to use it. Okay. Um, it calls for one red hot chili pepper. Okay. I only used half because I wanted to test out my family first. And it was perfectly fine. <laughs> was I think per- you could right. have probably got by with the whole thing. I probably could have bought, got, absolutely. Um, so garlic, basil, um, the chili pepper, cook that in olive oil, about a tablespoon, you know, one one turn of the wrist or whatever. Um, I actually, I think he calls it a lug. Okay. <laughs> one lug of, of olive oil. Um, when the garlic starts to get brown, then you're going to add in your your leaves, your basil leaves uh-huh. and your can of tomatoes. Yeah. You boil your spaghetti separately and then you add it to the pan, toss it all together and serve it with um, Parmesan cheese sprinkled on top. What, what Did you say the tomatoes? Did I miss it? No, I said them. Okay. Is what it, kind of tomatoes are they? Just canned diced tomatoes. Okay. Canned or yeah. fresh tomatoes. Or, yeah. Or fresh. You could dice it up yourself. And dice it, it up. Right. Uh, but yeah. And, and you, the, but you're not going to get as much um, juiciness? juiciness out of a fresh tomato. Right. You'd have okay. to. 
Well, still come up with something. But anyway, so th- so then you put the tomatoes in, and then you just stir it, mm-hmm. and and it's heated. Yeah, and, heated, and then you add the spaghetti then, after you drain it, and you plate it. And I will tell you this: what makes this dish is the grated parmesan <laughs> cheese on top of it but it was you used a mixture of it's like a mixture of three I did. mine was a mixture of parmesan asiago and i forget what the other one is Rom, yeah um romano maybe i don't know but yeah. it, it it the three cheeses to get it's just grated now i don't know it, it, now obviously we were using craft you know shaking right i didn't shred my own cheese um right although i should have mm-hmm. and i could have yeah. Um, I just know that our family likes that blend. So. Well, we do like that blend, but I, I, I would like to start using fresh ingredients as much as yeah. possible. I'm not, I'm not complaining, right. but, and, and I know it's a lot of work, but I, but, I just, no, it, but here's the, it's a lot of extra money also. Yeah, this is true. This I mean, true. our, our, I bought fresh ingredients for every dinner that we're having this week. Uh-huh. Um, aside from one that was actually a close request. I want to point out and uh, <laughs> just in case anyone was wondering, and in case you're wondering, it's Stromboli is mm-hmm. the one that we don't have all in fresh ingredients for. And our budget was up this week. Really? So, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, here, here's, and of course they say that you can always grow a garden. We did give that a shot last we year. Uh, we had some success. It wasn't an overwhelming success, but uh, I had some success. The problem is, is we had several th- times when we left town for seven days well, at a no, time. It was, and, no, it was just the one time when we left for 10 days. And oh, yeah. We left for 10 it, days. Right. We weren't and here to. Yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't good. Anyway, uh, but the, the, so by the way, the spaghetti, um, it, did, it, it wasn't really like nice spaghetti. spaghetti. Like normally I think spaghetti is, n- you know, noodles on a plate and then the sauce really on top of it. Sauce, yeah, right. really thick red sauce. And to be honest, with you, I've never been a huge fan of with ground spaghetti. beef. Yeah, in it, my 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 mom always put ground beef in our spaghetti sauce, and so that's what I've always done. Never Um, have liked it. It wasn't until a few months ago that I even stopped doing that. Um, I really, and this was um, who was I talking to about this? You had been buying some chunky ragu stuff, Uh and or and and I really despised it. I mean, it's just it was real. I I just really don't. No, you didn't. There I was don't. one flavor oh, okay. that don't don't make it out like I feed you things you don't like. Okay. Because I cater to you every time I cook. All right. Nearly. <laughs> I mean, so much so that the kids get excited when you go out of town because they get to try something new. Nice. I mean, really, what, what don't, I, don't make me out to be the bad guy. There was one to, flavor I tried with vegetables in it that Cliff didn't like. Well, what I'm saying is that I absolutely loved right. this. Right. It was the it was the best. Okay. I mean. It, it it's something that I could have every week. It was just that good. So, okay. It was very good. very good. It was. And we have leftovers. Upstairs. And I'm actually looking forward to you. I think you're going to make a beef stir fry. Yes. I'm actually looking forward to trying that. Good. I've never really, did you get, is it going to have like the whole peas and stuff? Is that the kind oh, of stir fry I can it is? Get, I can get the, the um, sugar snap peas. Yeah. I've never had, I, I'm, I'm trying new things, folks. Trying new things. We'll see. Anyway, here's the here's the deal. Um, Let's just talk. I I took some notes while we were watching um, Jamie Oliver's Food Revolution. He starts out the first episode or two really focuses on his his starting things out in an elementary school in Huntington. Oh, by the way, why? Why Huntington with West Virginia? Based on a statistic that said that they were the unhealthiest city in city in America. Right. Yeah. And That's what took him there. Based upon number of deaths due directly tied to obesity. Right. So 
Yeah. And and basically, so that's why he started out there. And and it, it was the first generation of children that were that the expectation is that they would live less. They would shorter live, lives than their sh- parents. Yeah. It's the first generation of people where the children would live shorter gener- uh, lives than their right. than their parents, which is, you know, that's very sad. Yeah. You know, um, isn't it in that first episode that we met the family who who um, I, I forget their name, that the their last name, but the family who buried their deep fryer, which I absolutely love that they dug a hole in the ground and buried their deep fryer. Yeah. How cool was that? It was awesome. But was that in the first episode that we met them? Yes. Or was that? Okay. I think so. Um, I don't think it happened in the first, maybe it did. Anyway, when he took the family to the doctor. Oh yeah. And the mom sat there and watched as her 12 year old son, who is over 300 pounds was examined by the doctor and just watching her face and realizing that she did that to him right. or she had helped do that to him, you yeah. know, and feeling her emotion. She truly wants change for her family. Right. You know, she doesn't want her 12 year old to die in his late twenties, early thirties. Right. You know, she wants something different for him. And you, I, that's why I'm falling in love with the show. It's about the people. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that I remember it was, it was about a year ago, Stephanie here on family from the heart where I came to you and said, you know, Hey, I'd like to talk about, you know, the way that we're feeding our family right? and the way we're living our lives. And I mean, we, it, it wasn't one of our better conversations. No, uh, it was a very stressful conversation we had here behind the microphones. Uh, but for you, that was over 60 pounds ago. No, what? I had no, no, I had already lost quite a bit of weight before then. Okay. Well, yeah. You've lost a lot of weight since then, though. Okay. You, you've about twenty five. You've 30. you've lost pants sizes. I have lost pants sizes. Okay, <laughs> let's put it that way. Right. Forget about the weight. You've okay. lost pants sizes. I have <laughs> since since that episode. I've I personally lost fifty four pounds. I just lost a new pant size. That's awesome. Yeah, the shorts I'm wearing today. Yeah. Are are a different pant size. Yeah. So the, so the thing is, though, is, is that, um, you know, we, we changed the way we feed our children. We okay. changed the way we feed ourselves. And and we still and, and what this what this is doing is it's helping us and in, encouraging us and inspiring us to say, OK, it's not only just eating healthier kinds of foods. Right. But now let's let's learn about whole ingredients. Let's learn about, you know, how to look at food labels. Let's 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 take this a step deeper and let's be reminded of what's at stake. And that's why I love Jamie Oliver's food revolution. And I love that if the focus of, you know, what are, you know, we, it's great. It's all fine and good. We're, we're, we're doing better at home, but then our kids go to school and they're having pizza for breakfast. Right. And chicken nuggets for lunch, breaded chicken processed, you know, right. You know, I I will tell you, Megan was in the grocery store with me the other day. She now was looking and she's like, Mom, I will never buy anything that says um, with rib meat. meat." Right. Because now she knows what the rib meat is. Yes. And she's like, I will never buy anything that says that. That is disgusting. Yes. And And I love that she how old is Megan? She's she's 10 10 years old. Right. And she already knows I will never buy anything that says with rib meat. Right. You know, it it was um, where did that go? Karen in the chat room says, I hope because we're talking about the school lunches right now. She says, I hope Jamie can make it. However, the school lunches processed foods are very highly government subsidized. 
And he said something in the in one of those early episodes that really, really sat with me. And because she's right, it, it's very, you know, government, there's so many rules and regulations and you have to serve so much of this and so much of that. And, and French fries are considered a vegetable, which that's for a whole nother show altogether. But, um, but he said it is the rules and the regulations and the red tape that are killing our children. Right. You know, Winnie's in the chat room. She says, I remember when uh, Jamie Oliver was doing this in the UK, the the moms in the UK were actually taking a lot of their children uh, McDonald's for meals uh, because the kids in the school wouldn't eat the healthy food that he was preparing there. And and I totally wow. get that. And, and I understand why that would happen. In fact, one of the one of the heartbreaking things for me to see in this in this uh, show was uh, Jamie went into one of the classes with a bunch of different fresh fruits. And the kids didn't know what they were. They, they, they're not, and hold on, I have it right here. This was a class. These children were six years old. Right. An entire class of six years old. Not one of them knew what a potato was when they he held up and held it up in front the, of them. the whole potato they knew what the french fries were <laughs> yeah he he that nobody nobody in the class knew what a potato was nobody in that class knew what a tomato was nobody in that class knew what cauliflower looked like broccoli none of it right none of it i have to say i had a very proud moment when even my children knew what the eggplant was <laughs> yes yes and that's something that i don't like so i don't fix Mm-hmm. I, I don't care for eggplant at all. Right. Um, and and so they've never had it. Yep. And one of the things that was new to me, and I did not know this, that chocolate milk has more sugar in it than your average soda. Which has a ton. Which has a ton. Right. I did not know that chocolate milk had that much sugar in it. Very proud of Megan. She only drinks 1% milk mm-hmm. at, at school. Actually, no, she started drinking the skim milk that did they she? offer. Yeah. <laughs> didn't did. you didn't we have vitamin d in our refrigerator one day and somebody in one of the kids asked why is this so thick i think so yes i, I yes. somebody we had somebody had brought milk over well, or no, it was it, it was fresh milk um from a local farm oh, okay. here my mom had brought it um my parents get my, my mom is really into the organic and um maybe a little i don't know anyway it doesn't matter. They get their milk fresh from a farm here in northern Kentucky. And Cliff is smiling, looking at the chat room. So I know he's not listening. No. I'm and looking now at, I want to know and, what you're and, looking at. And says, Steph, uh, I had you on a few minutes ago. I didn't have the volume yet uh, on yet. And I thought you were Megan. Great. <laughs> she does look a lot like me. Somebody told her the other day that she looked like you. And she just said, thank you. And then she's like, Mom, are they blind? <laughs> like, I don't know. But anyway, um, that's funny. So they get their milk from from a fresh farm, and um, if you sign up with this farmer, then you get like one gallon free to try. And a family had signed up, but then they never came and picked up their gallon. So he gave it to my mom when she went and picked up hers. So she brought it, or she called. She says, "Hey, I have this extra thing of milk. Do you want it?" I'm like, "Well, sure. I guess you know the kids will the kids will drink it." And um, yeah, it, it's a lot thicker. It, it's even thicker than the A and D stuff that you buy in the store. Yeah, 
It's seriously. So, so here's the deal. This is not the Jamie Oliver fan podcast right here. Food revolution fan podcast. But we wanted to let you know that this is something that as a family we are watching. And I mean, even our kids are loving this show. Right. Our kids eagerly want to watch the next episode. I mean, it is that it is that much. So very awesome show. If you haven't checked it out, go to abc.com um, or hulu.com. It's available online for you to watch every single episode. I encourage you to go from the beginning. I went online and, and signed up. his petition saying that I support what he's doing. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And Matthew said, um, what did he say? The, he oh, was, yeah, the potato says, pellets. I forgot. About oh, the yeah, potato the potato pellets, pellets were pretty bad Yeah, <laughs> that they used to make the mashed potatoes. Um, what did Matthew say? Matthew said, so when when Jamie comes to Kentucky and he's at our school, <laughs> yeah. then I'll get to be on TV. It was it was funny because our kids want to see change. They do want to see change. It's awesome. And Matt wants to be on TV. And Matt wants to be on TV. There right? you go. All right. So uh, let's see here. We have a couple other uh, things that we're going to get to here. The first one is a voicemail that came in from Sarah in Nebraska. Hi, this is Sarah from Nebraska. Feedback is for Family from the Heart. Love your podcast. In the most recent episode, um, you discussed discipline for your children. Um, My husband and I have um, a very unique situation. One aspect of our uniqueness is the fact that we have a blended family um, and all the challenges and blessings that a blended family brings. When we first started out, my husband and I had the misconception that when child psychologists and the like say to remain consistent in discipline, we perceive that to mean uh, to have the same exact punishment for all three kids. After a few years of trying this, uh, we were finding that uh, results we got from our oldest child will not be the results we would get from our middle child due to the vastly different personality types. We started doing... uh, we implemented a new approach to discipline, and the results we've gotten has been incredible. We have found that with our previous discipline style, um, this was geared towards Douglas, our 10-year-old, who's very goal and task-oriented. However, when trying to apply this to McKinsey, our 6-year-old, it was like meeting a brick wall, partially because she's such a strong-willed child. Um, Bill where Douglas is very task-oriented, McKinsey is our creative, artsy child. Since we've implemented this new approach to disciplining our children, it's very interesting because Mackenzie just seems more happy and more content. It does wonders for my heart to see all my children thriving and happy. Um, that's all I have for this podcast. Keep up the excellent podcast content. Um, oh, and I did have a topic for Family from the Heart possibility. Um, Stephanie, how do you encourage Cliff at times when he needs uh, his encouragement from you as his wife when you have nothing left in your so-called emotional tank. So that's all for now. Uh, Keep up the great work and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right, Stephanie. uh, So great, great thing about the discipline and knowing that each child is absolutely. And you know, it was funny because I was just talking to um, my mom, my stepmom, who I refer to as my mom, um, who is, also whom I was talking about with the fresh milk. Um, Anyway, I was talking to her yesterday and, or two days ago. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We were talking about blended families because my brother is now 
trying to blend his family. He he is with someone who has a child. He has two children and they're trying to blend their family. And so and that's how the conversation came up. But I was talking about when um, when my parents got married and how that was a really difficult time. I was 15 um, and I wasn't looking for. You know, I didn't need another mom. I just, you know, I didn't really want a friend. I didn't want her around. And I, I told her how embarrassed I was of, or how embarrassed I have been. I've since apologized and, and obviously she's my mom. And so I, there's anyway, but how embarrassed I was of our behavior and not just myself, but my brothers as well. And, and how we um, treated her when she came into our family, when really she had, you know, she had one child she married this man who has five <laughs> and she never did anything but love us like her own. And we treated her like dirt and um, just, just how embarrassed I was. And she said that, you know, one day she was um, talking to someone at her school. At the time, she was going to school to be um, a surgeon's assistant. And, and that's what she does today. But um, said that it could take five to six years to healthily blend a family. I was 15 at the time, you know, I got married three years later and moved out and, you know, but, um, it was, she was just like, I don't know if I'll survive this. Right. I don't know. I'll survive this. And let's see, you and I have been married. We'll be married 14 years, right? Uh, we've been together for 15 15, now. So we'll be married 14 years in August, which means my parents will be married 16 years in June. And which is really funny to say, my parents have only been married two years longer than me. But, um, but I'll tell you that while the beginning was very, very difficult, we couldn't have a better relationship today. Yeah. And so anyway, it was, it's awesome because it does take time to, to blend a family and, but even more so to, to find out how to discipline each child because they are all different. You know, they are all different. Right. Your sister said something the other day that absolutely excited me. What's that? She said, I have a 13 year old or can you believe I'm going to have a 13 year old in reference to her stepson, Tyler. Ah. And that just made my heart smile. It really, really did. And I just, that you just can't imagine how that feels to a child who, uh, anyway, now I'm going to get emotional, but it really just made my heart smile. Yeah. It, blending families is difficult. It is difficult. Oh, I, I assume. But worth it. I assume. So uh, she asked another question. She did. <laughs> I like how she you kn- dodged that one. <laughs> I was trying. I was trying really hard. Um, I, I want to say this first and foremost. I don't, uh, I don't know about no, stuff. I don't, don't want to hear what you have to say first and foremost. All right. Okay. I'm going to answer the question and tell her. I'm sorry. What was her name? Uh, that was uh, Sarah in Nebraska. Sarah. Okay. I th- I was I thought it was Sarah, but then I'm like, mm, if I say Sarah, then I'm really wrong. So I'll just ask. I apologize, Sarah. Um, I'll say I fall short a lot, a whole lot. Um, there are times when Cliff really needs encouragement, um, but I do too. And so I'm just like, well, you know what? Here's the thing. I only have enough to encourage myself right now. <laughs> and I I know that I don't, especially knowing that words of encouragement is his love language. I have to tell you, I fall short all the time, all the time and, um, struggle a lot with loving him when I don't feel like when I don't have anything in my love tank to give. Right. 
And um, so, so that is my answer is that, that I fall short and it's not, I don't think I always fall short. No. But, um, but more times than I care to admit. Well, I will. Now I was, you can say what you're going to say. Well, what I was going to say, though, is that when I've really needed to be encouraged, you've always been there. Okay. Um, you know, it, it, that you know, sure, there there are times when it's like I, you know, I could certainly use a little, you know, word of encouragement <laughs> versus you know a nag every now and then. But uh, t- no, seriously though, when when I've seriously needed encouragement, when I'm feeling just down and I'm worried or have a lot of anxiety or under just a lot of stress or I am not feeling well, you for the most part are there for me. And, and I will say that, that when those times come, when it, when it's real, when I'm really in need of it, I, I don't think you've ever not been there. Okay. And, and so, and there are times when it, you know, it, it's just, you know, it, I can tell that it's not easy for you. To, to say, you know what, let's dro- just drop everything. I'm here. But you do. And you may not feel like you're giving very much, but you are. Okay. I, I don't know if I can, if that sounds right. No, I think that, I think that it makes sense to me to hear you say that because I am my own worst critic. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not giving everything, then I'm going to feel like I'm not giving anything. Right. That makes sense to you, right? Yep. Okay, so where I say, I I don't, I mean, there are weeks go by and I'm like, I am like a horrible wife. <laughs> Seriously, I haven't said one nice thing to him. But chances are, I've said so many mean things <laughs> that I don't remember that I said that one nice thing like way back when. Did, right. You know what I mean? Yep. And um, not that I say lots of mean things to Cliff, but they do slip out from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> mostly when he likes sighs or rolls his eyes or I ask him what's wrong and he just hmm, or, mm. or he won't speak. But I'm not one that bottles up and, and, you know, closes up or walks out the door and he is. So when he does those things because he's not ready to share, I take them as just that he doesn't want to share with me. And so see, look, looking there, we've been married for almost 14 years and we still can't communicate. <laughs> <laughs> I think we do okay. No, I think we do okay. Hmm. Yeah, we clearly we're getting by. <laughs> <laughs> we get by. I what you do is you get yourself a podcast, there you launch go. <laughs> it every single week, and regardless, you have to talk to each you, other. You talk to each other, and 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 right. it, it, and it you all have works people out. call in. I mean, you you've requested people to call in with these questions and topics. I mean, do you realize that you have? You've asked for this. <laughs> yes, and and I just want to say thank you. I mean, it, I, I'm 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 not kidding. If you go to gspn.tv/fftHtopics, uh, that takes you to the forum where people are where I've asked you to please go and suggest topics, and you'll find that if you read it from beginning to end, you'll see like suggestions with a line crossed through it. Right. And at the end of that line cross through it, I put fftH and then the episode number. So it's like, you want to know the answer to this? It's here. It's, a, it's an episode. <laughs> Just to communicate to people. It's like, listen, I, I desperately want these topics right. and, and I want to know what's on your mind. What do you guys want us to talk about? Because, you know, I, I'm not, you know, I've got a lot of different shows, but this is one of the shows I really want us to focus on. And, and, and I want this to become one of the main focuses of gspn.tv and, and, 
we need to know what what's on your mind. What do you, what is it that you want us to hear? So when Sarah calls in and has a suggestion for a topic, I, I I'd love it. I absolutely love it. I know. In fact, we got another call. Uh, and as a matter of fact, after Ron, <laughs> this is the last call we have. So call us 859-795-4067. I'll try to mention that again at the end of the show. Uh, but let's let's hear the topic that Ron has for okay. us. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie, this is Ron Mansky calling you from Fort Collins, Colorado. Uh, happy to be a Plus member and enjoying your content. And um, we have a, a little girl, a two-year-old daughter that keeps us on our toes, and I was listening to one of your shows and uh, was curious some ideas or some things you guys have done to keep those toddlers entertained uh, when you've had your kids in that stage, especially um, on those rainy days or those winter days when it's hard to get outside. Um, just kind of curious, uh, looking for some ideas. So uh, keep up the great work. Love your shows. Bye. Ron, thank you so much. <laughs> a two-year-old that needs to be entertained. Oh, I'll tell you, we just made it a playmate. <laughs> That's what we did. We just made it a little friend and, you know, all was, all was better. No, um, clearly it wasn't. It was just a lot more work. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's, And then you had two to entertain. Yes. Um, you know, two years old is, is a little bit younger. I was, you know, it, it's not like I can t- say, hey... Here, here's a website where you can go and find crafts and stuff like that. But there, there are some fun things you can do. Obviously, you know, sitting down and and I don't know, our two year two year olds are still not into Barbies yet. They're into like no, they're bigger toys. Right, like and, Mega Blocks would work. Yes, fantastic. That's um, something I did with Megan, and yeah. I and I have pictures of it. And she actually has a a picture of me building a huge gigantic tower with her. Yeah, and and her and knocking then it, down, it down, and right. knocking it down. <laughs> Those are the kind of things that I think not only are they fun to do, but it's the things that they, you know, at, as a two year old, my my daughter today right. at 10, she still remembers that. Right. She still remembers me yeah. playing with mega blocks. Uh, so those are those are the kind of things that I think are are a lot of fun. It, it's just to, to get down to did... their level and do things that yeah. aren't fun for you, but are fun for them. Right. Pretty much anything pretending yeah. It's going to work for a two-year-old. Tea parties are nice. Yeah. Anything that you can, and and you have to be willing to change often because the, the oh, yeah. attention span of a two-year-old is gone. Yep. <laughs> and um, non-existent yet. It, it's very short. And so you have to be willing to move. So so like a small section of, of stations, you know, um, to, to move about through, through different activities. But I think that you know through your child um at an older two-year-old could probably start you know coloring and yeah those things yeah you know? uh and and that's the other thing i mean if you have a place in your home that that can easily be cleaned up um things like finger painting uh mm-hmm. kids love finger painting mm-hmm. um things that are kids i'll tell you what two-year-olds kids love, love to me- get dirty kid two-year-olds love to be messy they do they do uh, and and that's real difficult for somebody like me who right. is a com- it was really difficult a- for Cliff to let our two year olds be messy. Yeah, play doh is fun for them. <laughs> Sand is fun for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, all kinds of stuff like that. Just right. just being able to play and 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 different textures and stuff. Now, I do want to say, you know, obviously, this isn't something that you do to you okay. want to do a whole lot. Hold of- on, Mary in what? the chat room says the inside of the dishwasher door is a good place to finger paint. <laughs> Ah, there you go. <laughs> That's awesome. There you go. Why didn't I know that when my kids were two? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. 
Anyway, um, but here's the thing. Obviously, we we wanted to avoid you know telling you to stick them in front of a television all day long. But in the event that you need a little free time yourself and and stuff like that, I do want to mention something to you that I think is probably one of the my our favorite parenting tools uh, in our arsenal when we grew up or when, when our kids were growing up, uh, it is, uh, the a, first two so, were some videos, yeah. some fun videos for the kids. And to this day, my favorite videos for kids are the veggie tales videos. Steph- Stephanie is sneezing. Of course, now that okay, I mentioned, yeah, now that you mentioned it, it won't come out. Thank you. Um, Absolutely. The early, early veggie, not that all of them aren't fantastic, but I haven't seen a lot of the newer ones and the early veggie tales are awesome. Josh in the big wall, which is was the reference, classic. which was the reference that I made it. How perfect for you that I referenced it. I know in the, you know, anyway, actually, I think you did. I think I did. But, I, um, I, 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 I set the seed there. Yeah. Um, it, it was nice to meet you now. Go away is from Josh in the big wall. Uh, love that but I love that they take these um, these vegetables fruits and vegetables and they, they tell the Bible stories with them right and so much fun love Bob and Larry silly songs with Larry <laughs> is hilarious yep. and actually our kids still listen to the CD the, the CD of the what was it the top 10 mm-hmm. top 10 silliest silly songs with Larry or something like that I don't know but um hilarious fantastic fantastic well here here's the deal um i'll tell you what ron and and everybody listening this is this is the part where the the sponsorship message and the content combined and work perfectly together because (laughs) as you guys know this podcast is sponsored by mardell.com m-a-r-d-e-l.com and you know of course if you get promo code gspn thrown into the shopping cart you get 10% 10% off your entire purchase there. But not only that, but when you use promo code GSPN in the shopping cart at Mardell.com, uh, you also say to them, hey, thank you for supporting the content of Family from the Heart right. and it's for sponsoring that show. And they've been a sponsor guaranteed for two and a half years now. And this it's been a huge blessing to us. And last month, there were 35 purchases made with the promo code GSPN. And we want to encourage you to go and purchase something this week. And and for those of you with young children, if you have not checked out the VeggieTales movies, get this. Go to gspn.tv slash VeggieTales. Go ahead and do that, folks, uh, especially for those of you in the chat room. Go to gspn.tv slash VeggieTales. And it's funny. I'm looking at the... Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at the chat room. Grown adults are actually <laughs> quoting lines from the show or from the various yeah. shows. But anyway, $5 for each DVD. That's awesome. Of VeggieTales. $5. Do you know that it is because of the, um, because of our uh, VeggieTales that we even still own a VCR because ours are on VHS. And I must admit that Cliff and I owned VeggieTales before we ever had children. It's not a lie. And we watched them ourselves. And we watched them a lot. <laughs> it's, uh, it's awesome. It is, it is huge. All right. So I I'm, love my lips. I am looking here, Stephanie, and I see um, I'm going to go through uh, some of the videos here and tell you the ones that I've seen. Lyle and the Kindly Viking. Okay. Very good, good VeggieTales. 
Dave and the Giant Pickle. Awesome. Totally awesome. Yep. Uh, Veggie Tales. Rack, Shack, and Benny, a classic. I mean, I am telling the you. Bunny. The bunny. The, the bunny. bunny. All right. So Rack, Shack, and Benny, totally awesome. Uh-huh. Esther. Esther. One, one of my favorites. Absolutely one of my favorites, which is my favorite story in the Bible. And that you get to put it to Veggie Tales. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yep. And uh, there are a couple more that I have not uh, seen on this list. So uh, we may actually end up maybe buying some of these ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think McKenna's still young enough to watch the details. We're all you're you're never, never. Oh, and the oh, I'm sorry. Oh, the ultimate. The all. Yeah. We Jonah's have, not on Jonah. here for five dollars. Okay. Yeah. We have Jonah. Actually, McKenna just watched it the other day. Yep. The ultimate silly song. Uh, countdown is on here. Is it? Yes. Love the ultimate silly song countdown. It is hilarious. Yeah. And here's some, here's some that I have. Oh, and by the way, uh, what was your favorite silly song? It was the one with the, um, which uh, I can't remember. I can see, I can see like the video for it in my head. What's in the video. And I'll tell you, but the, the words aren't coming. They're watching the, um, say boo. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. That's, 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 that one is, um, Say boo. Sing it with me. Uh, um, it's a slide projector in a bed sheet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I think as it's the song, I, of, the song of the Say Boo. Song of the Say Boo, right. Yeah. And as soon as I started to think of the lyrics, then um, Daniel put Barbara Manatee in the chat room. So then Barbara, I went, Barbara Manatee, Manatee. <laughs> you are the one for me, one, one for, for me. me. <laughs> I'm telling you, sent from <laughs> up above. Up. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Everybody's got a water, <laughs> water buffalo. buffalo. Yours is that fast, is, but mine, mine is, is slow. Yeah. Uh, you can't say everyone's got the water buffalo if everyone not, does everyone not have, have a water, water buffalo. buffalo. Where's my water buffalo? I don't have a water buffalo. Folks, Sorry. listen to this, okay? <laughs> I don't care if you have children or not. Two years old, 22 years old. Go to gspn.tv slash VeggieTales. Buy one of the vi- one of the videos that we just mentioned. <laughs> Uh, buy buy three or four of them. Use promo code GSPN. All of us. It's a win-win for everybody. For GSPN, for Mardell.com, and it's a win-win for you as well. Right. All right. So there you go. How's that? I mean, the, I mean, the chat room. Just I mean, still. If you right. guys only knew what was peach, going on. Because he's got hair. <laughs> if you guys only could see the chat room right now. These are all adults. Oh. And it is just going crazy. It's hilarious. It's so funny. It, yeah. Yeah. All right. So that Stephanie is pretty much all I have in my lineup for today for this <laughs> particular show. Right. What's so funny? I'm slightly embarrassed at the sight of you in a towel, oh, which yeah. is a quote from one of the silly songs. <sighs> it was funny. Anyway, and of course, for those of you, we also talked about, well, no, I just, I'll just keep it at, that, that's good, that's good. All right, we'll talk what? more next week. Okay, I'm yeah. lost. I, know. I, I don't know what's going on anymore. Hey, uh, this has been a fun show. We want to say thank you for your topic ideas and of course to remind you that, well, I don't have any more topics. <laughs> <laughs> well, neg- what are we going to talk about next week? I don't know. Uh, we need to know. Uh, give us a call, 859-795-4067. Again, that phone number, 859-795-4067. You can determine what we talk about next week. If you're too shy to call in on the phone line, why? Give us a call. We're just normal oh, people. On. People don't like hearing their voice. Okay. I understand that. Then go to gspn.tv slash FFTH. That stands for Family from the Heart. Topics. 
gspn.tv slash fftHtopics. It'll take you to a place in the forum where you can post some ideas for us to talk about as well. Awesome. Anyway, folks, if you are not a fan of the TV show Lost, well, I want to tell you something. You should still come to our finale party anyway. Would you agree with that statement, Steph? I would. Because, I mean, there are going to be tons of people from the gspn.tv community. Absolutely. Right. It's not... And it's not just about the TV show Lost. Right. But just so you know about the, the party we're having, here's a little promo. You've followed the story. Do you think we crashed on this place by coincidence? You've listened to the podcast. It's destiny. And now it must come to an end. You and me are getting the hell off this island. But not before Cliff and Stephanie throw a lost series finale party. Pack your bags. Make your reservations. We're going on vacation, baby. 5 p.m. Eastern, Sunday, May 23rd. The Lost Series Finale Party. We need to get to the safe house. The party will be at a secure facility, but you must RSVP to get in. Open this door! Don't miss the GSPN Lost Finale Party. It's your last chance. Well, thank God for second chances. Sign up today at gspn.tv slash lostparty.